Winona Forever is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head on over to cageclub.me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Gibb. And I'm Rekha Tulsaram. And this is Winona Forever. Welcome back to Winona Forever. <laughs> it is, <laughs> it's Labor Day, and we're here to talk about, you know, Frankenweenie. <laughs> <laughs> In no way related. <laughs> no way related. It's, it's nothing to do with anything. Uh, so, Frankenweenie came out in 2012, and it's about, uh, it's kind of like a... Uh, I almost think it's like a little baby Frankenstein or youth child Frankenstein. Uh, well, his last name is Frankenstein. Anyway, uh, so but when a boy's beloved dog passes away suddenly, this is what IMDb says, he attempts to bring the animal back to life through a powerful science experiment, which is true. Um, and he's kind of a loner kid and his best friend is his dog and his dog dies, by, gets hit by a car. And he has a very... Um, commanding science teacher who demonstrates bringing back you know uh or the the electricity still you're able to do stuff with electricity in a frog so he thought he could do it with the dog but actually bring it back to life (coughs) and that's it it was a little it was a black and white animated feature film by tim burton yep from 2012 uh i'm on the phone today You've uh, injured yourself. Uh, yeah, I hurt my back. I don't uh. even know what I did. I didn't really do anything. I just sometimes I hurt my back. Uh. And it's one of those times. Dang. Yeah. But, you know, it's my turn. You've been on the phone once. Yes. When uh, yeah, when we had Lee. What was that one? Star Trek. Chris was Star first Trek. excitedly. <laughs> Star Trek. So, yeah, now Frank and Weenie is the... Second phone call between co-hosts. <laughs> um, so, yeah, had you seen this? Did you see this when it was out? I, I did watch it, actually, uh, but I watched it with um, a couple of kids. So I, I don't I don't okay. think I was very engaged in it. I was probably just kind of like putting it on for them. Right. Um, but I do. Re- I did remember it while I was watching it. And I was like, oh, yes, this is all very familiar. Right. Um, I liked it. It's fine. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I think we, when we looked ahead to this, we were like, Catherine O'Hara is back again, yeah. and we were excited about that. And I like that she played, nice. mul- you know, she did multiple voices, so then you get to see, like, a wide range of Catherine O'Hara voices. Yep. And, and Martin, Martin Short. Short, too. I was like, first I was like, oh, I know this voice. I know this voice. And, I, I like, I, I didn't want to look it up, and I, I, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's Martin Short. He could just tell by the way he's anyway, Martin Shorty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was Martin Shorty. <laughs> and then when they were in the classroom, I was like, there's another Martin Short. And I guess, well, the mayor, too, was Martin yeah. Short. So it was just like, I kept being like, there he is again in like the span of a few minutes. And <laughs> there was three characters that were him. And so Winona played the little teenage, neighbor. I guess, neighbor. Yeah. Which, yeah, are they teenaged? Are they the same I don't age? Know. Are they in the same class? 
I thought she, she seemed older, but I guess she did. They are in the same class. Yeah, they did seem older, but like uh, I have no idea what age he's. Either of them are supposed to be maybe twelve. I don't know. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I couldn't um, figure that one out. But she does. It does feel like we've got. This is like the loophole that brought us back teenage Winona. Yes, exactly. Her. This is totally the loophole. This, yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, twist, twist. Yeah. Brings her back to her roots. What we what we know her yeah. for. Yeah, a teenager in a Tim uh, Burton film, basically. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I was watching an interview with her talking about this movie and she, she said she felt that this character was based on Lydia, which, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't have necessarily thought that, but sure. Sure. I mean, it's I guess loosely it's just vein. a teenage dark, dark girl. Gothy yeah, kind of girl. girl. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I also watched the original Frank and Weenie from 1984. Oh, yes. I didn't uh, watch it. How was that? For this. Uh, see, I watched it because I thought it was probably better than this. And mm, I guess it is like it's different, right? Because it's live action. It's a short. So there's less going on. And I think that's what I liked about it, I guess, is that it's just like kind of this like quirky short that tries to tell this quick story about the same thing and doesn't i don't know of course when you remake it you stretch it out into a feature length and so you add all this stuff that maybe is kind of extraneous um so yeah i did like the original but it didn't have the winona character in it right of course so um, it was kind of like they could well i mean of course i mean it was it didn't probably winona, missing it didn't even have that character oh yeah, interesting a lot of characters yeah. yeah it had her dog though Oh, <laughs> Persephone. What's her Persephone? That's it. Um, but just as a like sort of ending joke, like, hey, look, there's Bride of Frankenstein at the end, and yay, he's oh. got a mate. Um, <laughs> as opposed to her being a character throughout the whole thing, right? Getting her hair turned by his electricity. <laughs> yeah, it's and- funny that you said when you're introducing this that it's that Frank and Weenie is like this kid. You're right. Probably right. That, like that's what the, the name refers to the kid, not the dog. I think oh, I always true. thought it referred to the dog, but like the dog's not a wiener dog. <laughs> so it's true. I've but, always thought, why isn't he a wiener dog? And his name's Sparky. So it's like, but like yeah. Frankenstein was the monster. No, no, wasn't it? No, the was name, the, of, the the name doctor, of the doctor. But everybody refers to the monster as Frankenstein. Right, right. It, that's what it is. Even though that's they should. So really I don't know. Was, I don't know what it's referring it to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because what kind Frank of it's like Weenie. a bull terrier or something? The dog. Yeah, it's a bull terrier. It's not a wiener. Dog. Yeah, it's maybe that's like the name. Like the kids like called him like as a like a teasing name. You're Frank and Weenie. You know. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> He's a small Frankenstein, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah, they all had like uh Winona's character's name was Elsa Van Helsling, you know, it was all yeah. related to that was like Bram Stoker related, but it was all yeah. references. All re- references to old horror movies. Yes. They were watching uh, an old film the parents are watching an old real film in it. Right. Um and it had 
one of it was like a Christopher Lee film. Right. Who was who's normally in Tim Burton films. Yeah. Nice way to get your actor into the film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Martin Landau was a voice in this too. Mm-hmm. And he played uh what Boris Karloff or who did he play? And um I have to click through on Martin Landau. <laughs> To see who he played. He played Bella Lugosi. Oh, yes, Bella Lugosi. Yeah. So, you know, in keeping with the whole horror movie mm-hmm. angle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked the stop motion more than anything, I think. I just like the look of the animation. Yeah, it was tolerable. Like, I could easily watch it. Like <laughs> I think I mentioned before, I can't really watch animated films. And it really bothers me right a lot of them uh this one was like easy peasy did it help that it's stop motion instead of just general animation like i you think like so maybe i'm something? just used to watching yeah. tim burton films i don't know but right. i think it it, that. it was no i don't know i've all it's it was i don't know there's something easier about watching it easier on the eyes yeah yeah, I really, when the weird girl that's in the classroom that's voiced by Catherine O'Hara yeah. shows up and she's got like those huge eyes and then her cat is exactly the same as yes. those huge eyes, the, that was my favorite like look. I liked those two. <laughs> yeah, they were funny. She reminded me of Luna Lovegrove from Harry Potter, like that kind of character, uh, the strange like, hello, Harry, you know, let's. Right. Yeah, like, just kind of. Let's do science projects or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I like yeah, the, she's the kind of magical. I like how just like the kids were just all really into science and like out sciencing each other. I know. Like that's the movie. It was weird. <laughs> I mean, I guess we were seeing a selection of the kids at the school, yeah. but like they were so into science yeah. that they were like really doing some death defying things to try and win in the science fair. <laughs> It was weird. The little uh, kid named Edgar who was just like worshipped him for some reason or just like mm-hmm. wanted to do science with him. Yep. Yep. And he's like, nah, I don't need any friends. And he looked like a hunchback kind of yes. character from horror stuff. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, Igor. The, I think he... Like, yes. There you go. Yeah. Igor. Yeah. I mean, his name was Edgar E. Gore, so that makes sense. Ah, there, it is. <laughs> um, there was another guy. I think his name was just no, it wasn't Bob because Bob was one of the kids. Uh, there was another kid who was voiced by Martin Short, who was named like Nasser or something like that, and he looked like Frankenstein's monster. Oh, he was like yes, a really yes. tall, tall flat headed yes. guy, yeah, who resurrected Colossus, his little um, hamster. Yeah, it took. I was just so caught up in like, what is that thing? Because he was wrapped in like mummy <laughs> so many gauze. bandages, <laughs> and he, he didn't, didn't get stand. Big. A, he didn't stand a chance. No, Shelly though, Shelly the <laughs> Shelley. turtle. She became. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, like all the kids learned that he resurrected his dog, so they all try and resurrect their old pets because, of course, there's a pet cemetery where all their pets are. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Shelly the turtle. 
uh, turned into like Gamera or something. It was a huge yeah. <laughs> Godzilla style turtle. Yeah, it was pretty great. And then there were sea monkeys that became like little critters. Yeah, they terrorized like the neighborhood. Gremlins kind of or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then her little d- cat accidentally got hold of the bat and turned into a cat bat and then eventually yeah. was pierced on a stake. Yeah. I found that sad. Like, I wasn't sad I that thought the, the cat, cat bat died because the cat bat was kind of really terrible. But I thought the cat but would I, become normal again or something because... That's what I hoped for because I liked the cat. That was a funny cat, but... <laughs> it was a funny the cat. The cat also pooped visions. <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> <laughs> it had dreams oh, of the people. Of, something was going to happen big to happen to them and then it would poop their initial and the girl yes. would show it to the person and say, hey, something big is going to happen to you today. Because look at this feces. It's a yep. it's shaped in a V. That was a pretty great montage of her showing everybody the poop and yes. then just being like, ew, and walking away. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But they all had big days that day. So yeah. then, yeah, it seemed like his big day was going to be that he just hit the flat eyeball at the baseball game, but then his dog chased the ball and got hit by car. Yeah. And died. It wasn't a good big day. No, no. Uh, I I wonder, like, when is this supposed to take place? Oh, is like it decades? F- it seems 50s? like the 50s. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. does feel like the 50s. I, I don't know that there was anything modern happening in it. It was in black and white, and they were using, like, a real camera. Oh, yeah, know, like and a Super 8 one. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, probably 50s. Yeah, it's, a, it's an oldie. It's an old. It's a period It's an piece. olden time. It's a yeah, period yeah, piece. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> oh, dear. But, yeah, it was, I think, because I'm familiar with Tim Burton films, and I like Catherine O'Hara and Martin Short and, obviously, Winona, this film, mm-hmm. there was nothing offensive about it. <laughs> Yeah, there was nothing bad about it. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> wow, what a review. What a review. There was nothing bad about it. Well, I mean, I think this is where we're at. Like, it, it's one of the better movies we've seen recently. Yeah. I I wouldn't say, like, maybe I had a little higher expectation for it than how I felt about it. Sure. It was just kind of it like... It wasn't exciting. I, it was just like right. a cute little story, you know? Exactly. I feel like it needed to be weirder for me to be like, oh, I really loved this film. Yeah, um, something gr- more grand or something needed to... It just seemed too much of a... I think it was a little bit too kiddish, maybe. Yeah, it was a, it was a kind of conventional story. Yeah. Um, and I also feel like, you know, any movie that's like, here's a guy doing a thing, he's misunderstood, nobody gets what he's doing, like the the science teacher's misunderstood, the whole, like, all the parents want to get rid of him because he's teaching their kids, but like, they think he's teaching them, I don't know, to hurt themselves and like, do dangerous things, and he, and he has no tact, so, you know, the science teacher martin landau goes up there and then says like you're all idiots i'm teaching these kids to use their brains Mm -hmm. so if you have a problem with that too bad and then they're all like we don't like this guy Mm -mm. um (laughs) so a mixture of that and like the mob mentality of like oh my gosh all these big monstery things are coming 
so the dog's bad too. Let's all like burn the dog. Yeah. <laughs> like ever, all the kids involved in this or whatever. Like, I don't know. I find that stuff more upsetting now than I think when I was a kid. Like, I don't know. Just because I feel like it's too real. Yeah. <laughs> of like the way <laughs> the way people actually think. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so I can see that. Well I, also the way that they all went upset. after the dog, it was also the way they went after Edward Scissorhands, you know? Yeah. There was a lot of Edward Scissorhands stuffy like happening in this for me. Yeah. Like when they showed the street that he lived on and how there was like a hill at the end of the street that had the um, the windmill that they end up in at the yep. end, like at the top of it, it was like, this is the street that they lived on. And <laughs> yeah. Edward's like, it looked exactly the same. Apparently uh, it's supposed to be like a lot of, a lot like the town that Tim Burton grew up in. Yeah. Outside of somewhere in California that was, had some suburban Dutch. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, New That's- Holland, Pennsylvania, I think. Wait, okay, but a second. He, he grew up outside Burbank, Burbank, California, based but the, in the but, town of New Holland. Okay. But yeah, the, this the, is New Holland, Pennsylvania this, on this. Yeah. Right. It's or or maybe it was supposed to be a generic place, but it ended up being too similar to a real place. <laughs> I can't remember from what I read, but yeah. Uh, but there is a real place that is like this. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's Dutch. Uh, and so that, yeah, that was the thing with Winona's character, Elsa, that she had to be like a little Dutch girl or something at their like mm-hmm. celebration of the town and sing a song. Sing a song. Uh, that was Winona apparently <laughs> agreed to sing the song after Tim Burton said, like, you don't have to sing well. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it's not supposed to be good. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get too worked up. Yeah. I uh, At first, when she started singing, I wasn't sure if it was her, but then quickly I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds like Winona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was her. It was cute. It was like a cute little girl singing. Um, And her character had like a weird hat, like had like a Dutch, I guess, kind of hat on, but it had like candles on it that were lit. And she was like, this is not safe. <laughs> and his uncle's like, yeah, you don't worry about it. You're good. <laughs> I know. I just thought, oh man, she's her head's going to burn, but she was fine. <laughs> yeah. I thought there was something gonna ha- bad going to happen with the candle hat, but she did it. She did it. She made it. And it was always burning. Uh, there was during that scene though, like that sort of, end where they're having the festivities and then the big monster animals show up um i don't even know like i wrote down a quote from elsa that was very like tim burton winona but i don't know what the context of it was she just said i welcome death oh oh yes that's right yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, that's. <laughs> I don't. She was talking to her uncle, the mayor, who's like the villain of the piece, I guess. And I don't know what he said to her, but it made her say, "I welcome death." <laughs> yes, <that's... laughs> oh dear, oh, it's nice and dark. It's pretty good. It's pretty good and dark. Good dark kids movie. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I don't. I mean, it got pretty good reviews. I think it has like seventy something percent fresh. Oh. Yeah. It's a fresh tomato. It, I guess. 
trying to look at what other. I, I think I did find the science kids creepy, though. I wrote down, why are all the science kids so creepy? <laughs> I think they're just too intense. Oh, they're all so intense. They were like <laughs> science masterminds. like the Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're all plotting. I thought they were going to like do something super bad, but they just all wanted to resurrect their pets. Yeah. Well, they wanted In the to name win of the science. science fair. Yeah, they wanted to win yeah. the science. Win the science fair. They did. Um, but yeah. When Catherine O'Hara became the gym coach, or the gym, yes, as the gym coach, that uh, was she was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. The gym coach was she was a good gym teacher. Uh, she t- took the place of the science teacher, and she just didn't care. <laughs> yep, didn't care about science at all. It's just very harsh. Huh. Yeah, I feel like the original short was weirder than this. It didn't have anything to do with the science fair or anything. It was just purely, I want to resurrect my dog because he died. (laughs) Um, And it it is like, it has that that science class moment where the teacher shows them that that the, you know, putting electricity through a frog will make its legs dance and stuff. So that is the same moment of like inspiration for him, but yeah. uh, it's yeah, none of it has anything to do with school. <laughs> Again, after that, <laughs> it's just him resurrecting the dog. And there's but there's a lot of scenes that are exactly the same. Like the short opens with his short film that the dog is in, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to think what else. Like the his end short is video, the same. his short film was really cute. I like that. It was. I love an animated thing within an animated thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like itchy and scratchy. But <laughs> I, I think I also just love anything that's like an animated thing made with toys. So it's like him using all his like, yeah. army men and dressing up his dog as a dinosaur. I don't know. Yeah, it's that just little, lo- it's that just little lovely. treadmill with the dogs running and the scenes moving in the background and yeah. <laughs> making him look like a giant monster in this town. It's yeah. very good. So good. And that the dog just stops and like scratches, scratches his behind his ear yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the movie. So good. Uh, yeah, the end is the same in the short as in the animated feature. Oh. I think there's some other things that are the same. It's just kind of like the middle is a bit different because the parents are, um, I don't know, like I feel like the Catherine O'Hara, Martin Short parents are a little more like conventional movie parents who are like, what have you done? Like you brought back your dog. Whereas in the original Frank and Weenie, uh, they're more like, well, hey, Shelley Duvall was the mother in the original one, which I thought was interesting. Yes. So she's like a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. She's she's a good, she plays a good weird mom. Yeah, it's like um, the shining mom, basically. <laughs> I'm assuming just screaming. There you go. But like their, their thing is like, let's introduce the dog back to the community. So they have like a party for the, like for the dog. <laughs> Mm -hmm. but then of course the neighbors are all like screaming and freaking out and dog runs away but i just liked that it was like the parents trying to support him daniel stern was the dad oh yes and yeah their names were still frankenstein back then 
So it's all the same. It's pretty similar. Uh, Sofia Coppola was in the uh, short film oh, really? in 84. Yeah. She's listed as Domino, which I think was a thing for her in the 80s. Oh, she went by Domino. Her name was Domino. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's like, all right, sure. She cool. played kind of an amount. Like, I would say that her character could have been both the weird girl and the Winona character. She was like the only girl basically yeah. in it, but she was like a very blonde girl. Okay. I don't know. And I think she was the neighbor's daughter, though I don't think the da- neighbor was necessarily the mayor in the 84 one, but anyways. Right. Or I guess she was the daughter, not the niece. Anyways, I don't know what she was, but she was just the, the only girl in the Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, I just think like that was a weirder film probably because it was like this early film by like Tim Burton when he was just starting out. Yeah, he's probably just uh, testing out the waters. Like he probably wanted to make it a bigger film, but it was like, okay, well, let's just make this little or maybe yeah. he made it and was like, well, maybe maybe I'll take this and expand on it and make it more of a real film. Later. Yeah, I feel I feel like when he made it Disney didn't like it, so they didn't First of all, he got fired from Disney. Second, uh, I think it took them a while to put it out. Um, And I I don't know if it was so much critics, but I think it was like the general response was like, this isn't good for kids to watch. But I think that's very much a time kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like if you look, you know, now in 2012, we've, or then in 2012, we'd had a lot of, you know, dark kids movies, whereas, I don't know, this was supposed to be right. a bad, bad message in 84 for kids. Yeah. It always <laughs> depends on the time. Yeah. Generation. I don't know. They thought it was too scary or something. But I feel like uh, a lot of, like, kids' cartoons, they always say that they think they're too scary or whatever. Like, that always seems like a problem. But, like... yeah. Disney yeah, movies, even like, you know, did you notice that Bambi was playing um, in the movie? Like it was at the, it was on the billboard outside of the theater. Oh, no, I didn't. I, went, I was or just I wondering why they, he chose Bambi. Because like, mm-hmm. I, I think the thing is like Disney's movies are scary. Like Bambi's terrifying. You know, the whole. So if Bambi was playing, okay, so that's from 42. I'm just trying to like date this, right? So oh, like maybe yeah. D- Bambi was because Bambi was old enough to be one of the movies. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, was why showing was at the time. Bambi playing. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. It's like Disney so, content or something? I don't know. Yeah, definitely the Disney content piece, but I'm sure there's lots of things to choose from that were old enough. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So yeah, as much as I wasn't like at that invested in the animated uh, feature <laughs> that we're talking about, mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to differentiate between the old ones, right. um, I did cry over Sparky when I thought at the end like that Sparky might not come back when they were trying to like revive him and like when he got burnt in the thing i was a little like a boy and his dog oh very sad (laughs) so oh you got a little teary-eyed i i didn't but (laughs) i did (laughs) i liked the dog 
He was a sweet dog. He was a good dog. He was a good boy. He was. It was cute. Uh... In the press for this, Winona said she d- she was like happy to do this film because she'd do anything for Tim Burton, and she said she'd read the phone book for him. That's pretty good. <laughs> if he directed that, because she thinks he'd do something interesting. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I can see that. Yeah, I think that yeah. Winona's comfortable with him, and that it works mm-hmm. for her. I think she yeah. has to like. I think she when she's comfortable with the director, she can really. I think it's better for benefits. Like they're both comfortable with each other, so it works out. Right. Yeah. Sure. She I mean, with... I'm sure it's more fun to yeah. work with someone that you've worked with before and you like, and uh, especially at this weird time in her career. Yes. <laughs> so, what did you think of her character? She didn't really get a lot. There wasn't a lot no. other than the stuff we've already mentioned. The was fine singing yeah yeah it was good yeah it was fine i don't i mean i guess my thing is what's the purpose of her like her character's not one of the science kids she's the next door neighbor i thought there was gonna be like some sort of friendship between frankenstein and the girl like like because you know he has no friends so this is gonna be her his future friend but even then they weren't really friends no like winona in interviews said that she thinks those two characters are kindred spirits and it's like maybe they are but like i don't know that they really get to that in the film you know no, they I don't, don't. Know. they they <laughs> skipped over that part <laughs> yeah i mean they both have dogs <laughs> and yeah. the dogs like each other i feel like they get to the dog relationship yeah there's more of a dog romance in it as opposed to a human romance which is interesting right. well yeah that's that's a nice twist because they're always you know usually in feature films there has to be some arbitrary romance yeah and there wasn't really so that's nice except for the dogs you know except for the dogs but that was that was good and she had the bride of frankenstein you know hair hair yeah uh, perfect it was good it's great they had the same (laughs) nose it was a good dog partnership (laughs) oh dear well Frank and Weenie. <laughs> I feel like it was a short, but it wasn't. It was a feature film. I don't know. It just feels short to me for some reason. It was an hour and twenty six minutes. So well, I guess that is not very short long. For a film. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's to keep the kids' attention. Kids can't. I guess really watch long <laughs> films. I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh yeah, I I guess I say that because I feel like there's not much else to say about it. <laughs> and I don't yeah, think that's it. Talked for very long, <laughs> but it's nice looking. It's very Tim Burtony. There was something I wrote down about some like when the cat turns into the bat cat, it starts getting these like stripy long legs, and it's like wow, that is like the most Tim Burton looking thing. <laughs> yes, it had a Stripes. lot of Tim Burton looks. Stripes and swirls are uh, just scream timber and like skinny limbs and yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> totally. The next film uh, is Homefront. I've never even heard of this. I think I have seen that it is on like Netflix or something. Really? Yeah, I've never seen James it. James Franco is it another James Franco? What the frig? 
Yeah. Kate Bosworth? This, I guess, is that the one that um, Joey was telling us we were in for? I, I believe it, it is. Oh, my God. Sylvester Stallone wrote the screenplay. What, what on, is happening? What are we getting into? <laughs> I like Sylvester Stallone, so this is a this will be interesting. <laughs> well, let's not get our hopes up. I feel like each time we're like, I'm gonna get my hopes so something. up. <laughs> we're always like, oh my gosh, there's something good. Um, it's it yeah. can't be good, but let's. It can't. It can't. I can't imagine that it is. <laughs> um. <laughs> When do we ha- when are we in for Stranger Things season 1? I feel like that's got to be coming. We probably don't have that many movies until that happens. Uh there's still there's still a few coming. Okay. Uh season 1 was 2016. So we still have to watch Turks and Caicos, Experimenter, and right. then I think then it's Stranger Things. So that's only like oh, three so it's movies. T- it's true. <laughs> but she has all these little shorts and weird things in here. She also did Drunk History. Oh, yes. And, oh, yes. you know, she was in some sort of Scorsese's that. women short. I don't know what the hell that is. E- probably a documentary of some sort, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Though it says she plays masks, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, yeah, we've got a home front, which looks weird. Looks like some kind of, uh, patriotic movie. Yeah. I don't know. Though Jason Statham is the main character, yeah. so I don't know. It's confusing. I'm confused. I'm, I'm very confused. Her name's uh, Cheryl. We'll find out, we're I guess. we find out. Yeah. Yeah. In two weeks. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Feel better? Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Bye. 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 Winona Forever is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. Episodes produced by Chris Landry. Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rekha Tulsaran. Contact Rekha and Lindsay at Winona at cageclub.me.